You're listening to Illini Life Audio, messages from a community of Christian believers on the campus of University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. For more audio and video content, visit IlliniLife.org. Hello, everybody. My name is Maddie. I'm so excited to welcome you to our last service of the semester. It feels crazy that we're here. I honestly can't believe it. And I'm kind of already thinking about, wait, but what are we doing next weekend? The answer is dealer's choice and you're the dealer. So (laughs) because it's our last service, we're doing things a little bit differently. We're going to be having a lot of thank yous because obviously we couldn't do this without so many people. And we're going to have a short sermon and then a few more thank yous and one more worship song. And then we're all going to meet up for baptisms, which is the real celebration of today. And lunch, which is the second celebration of the day. <laughs> so we're going to start out with our first thank yous of our service crews. We truly couldn't do this without you guys. So we have our PowerPoint ladies. We have... Maya, Julia, Izzy, Riley, and Lauren. Hip, hip, hooray. Time, one, two, three, four, five. And then we also have our lights, people. Look at this. Let there be light. Which, for that, we have Jade, PJ, Matt, and Amy. And then, last but not least, the people on your screen. We have David Routes, David Nall, Kate Norcross, Stephanie, and Nick. Thank you to all of you guys. That's all I <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Maddie. Um, and I want to give a quick thanks to um, all of the members of the worship ministry. Um, COVID-19 has been a difficult um, time for everybody and in the entire church. Um, but those who have done it have known that there have been a lot of changes this year and a lot of thing- moving parts, moving in and out. Um, and I want to give a thanks to uh, my fellow worship leaders, Bryn Maxwell and Kate Norcross, as well as the incomparable Nate Smith, uh, Hank DeFries and David Bostwick. Um, I got to see each and every single one of you uh, step up this year in a really big way that I hadn't seen you before as we sort of got to lead the church musically through um, through these things and, th- and through different ideas. Um, and I'm, I'm grateful to each of you and I want to make sure we um, give a thanks. Yeah, we love music. I especially, of course, need to highlight one particular name on that list. Um, my friend Kate Norcross, uh, as she shared with us last week, uh, she would be, she'll be uh, getting married and moving next month. And so just as last week we sent her off as a teacher in Illini Life, this week with equally um, bittersweet emotions, we sent her off as a Sunday morning worship leader mm-hmm. as well. Um, if I stood here and talked about all of the ways that Kate has been an influence on me personally as a Christ follower and as a worship leader, um, let alone how she's influenced most everyone watching this right now, uh, we'd be here all day and I'd start crying. So instead, um, I'll just say that if this all sounds familiar to you, um, you may recall some time ago, um, we did this again, right? The newly minted Dr. Kate Norcross, um, after years of serving as a worship leader, said, well, it's been real fun playing exactly all the instruments in these great cornfields, um, but it's time for me to see what God has um, next for me. And so on a celebration Sunday, much like this one, uh, we sent her off. I'm almost brought a guitar strap again, but I didn't want to be derivative. Um, and after many years of service as worship leader, Kate tasted the sweet aroma of freedom for all about four months. And then we were like, well, JK, please come back. 
And she did. She and came she did. back faithfully. She, yeah. Even though she was now an instructor with a full course load and lots of other things going on, um, she stepped back in to lead a worship band and pour herself into the church and the worship ministry and help shape the worship ministry as we went through COVID-19 together. Um, and if that isn't the sign of someone who has a genuine um, and unbounded love for singing praise to the Lord, then I don't know what is. Um, and Kate, we thank you for being that for all of us for so many years, and we're going to really miss you. Thanks, Kate. Woo! Everyone better be clapping at home. <laughs> yeah, we, we know you are. We know that you're celebrating this with us and, um, yeah. and uh, being here with us. Um, but at this point, we'd like to invite up uh, Nick to lead us into the next part of our festivities this morning. There's a very specific place the stand is supposed to sit, in case you were wondering why I was so intently staring at the ground. But welcome. It's so good to be with you through our live stream. This has become so normal. I will, uh, I'm certainly going to miss this uh, on, on my Sunday mornings. The crews that we just thanked, they have, this has been a very, uh, it's been a crazy journey. Let's just put it that way. It has been for all of us, but uh, I am so thankful and so impressed by those of you that have served, those of you that are serving this morning. We didn't know how to do this a year ago, and we figured it out this year. So thank you so much. Those that we just thanked, I want to thank you again for your, your service this year. Now this morning, I just want to give a, just a brief message, just recapping where we've been this year. I want us to reflect. That's some of what we get to do on Celebration Sunday. Let's celebrate what the Lord has done in our midst. And, and as a church, we've been primarily focused on our small groups and our Sunday really on the life and the teaching of Jesus. And so that's, I just want to recap where we've been this year, give you a little bit of an exhortation as we exit here, and we got some more thank yous to do because the church exists because you pour out your life, lives for the sake of others. That's what we all do. So if you remember with me, way back in, in August, we started this school year looking at the Gospel of Luke. And you may recall on, on Quad Day, or what Quad Day became in the middle of a pandemic, we challenged you. We challenged you to rip the roof off to get others to Jesus. Just like we saw in Luke chapter 5 where the paralytic's friends ripped the roof off to lower him down to Jesus and be healed. So my question as, we, as I thought about this school year is, did we do that? Here, Alani Life, did we rip the roof off to bring others to Jesus? Without a doubt, I have to say yes. Yes, we did. I think we did. Today, in a little bit, Two people will be baptized and we'll get to celebrate that. In the middle of a pandemic, two people have decided that they want to recommit their lives to following Jesus. That's worth celebrating. That's ripping the roof off to get people to Jesus. We know of individuals who have chosen to follow Jesus this year in our midst, and I'm so excited that they've crossed from death to life. We are excited for you. People ripped the roof off to bring you to Jesus. You know, and, and in our daily lives, we went about uh, faithfully meeting in our small groups and studying the word and trying to apply it to our lives, being challenged by the teachings of Jesus and, and the examples we saw in the Old Testament of God leading his people. Challenged by the words of Paul in the New Testament as we studied some epistles. I think we leaned in. We leaned in to sharpen one another, to bring each other to Jesus, to grow in our faith. We did things like chalking the quad, hosting events on Zoom to do the best we could to be together. 
We studied the scripture. We met faithfully as small groups. We got together in person wherever we could, in watch parties, uh, in, in outdoor gatherings, meeting in garages with heaters in the dead of the winter just to be together. And we preach Jesus, and we study the scriptures each week. We preach Jesus here on Sunday and on our live stream. And if you remember, we started, like I mentioned, we started in the parables of Luke back in uh, the parables of Jesus in Luke's gospel. We wanted to grow our understanding of, of who Jesus is in the kingdom of God, and Jesus taught in parables, right? Seeds of truth that bear good fruit in our life. And we sought through that, through that series, we sought to be the good soil, soil that that was fruitful for that seed to grow. Soil that wasn't uh, filled with thorns that would, of distraction and choke out the life of faith. And we challenged one another in our small groups to be that good soil. I hope you continue to seek to be that good soil. I hope we're continuing to encourage one another to be that good soil. Remember, we turned our attention to the, to the beginning of the monarchy of Israel, right? All the way back uh, in, in the fall. Looking at First and Second Samuel, we saw the rise of David, who would be the king, uh, the kingly line that God would bring about the Messiah. Right, the promised king would come through David's line. We saw that Israel they just could not handle God being their king. They wanted an earthly king, just like the people around them. And so God, in His in His masterful plan, set, raised up David and set into motion, bringing about the divine and human King Himself. Jesus in human flesh, God in human flesh, Jesus, the God-man, would be the ultimate king. And we celebrated that on Christmas. We reflected on the prophecy fulfilled in the birth of Christ and the king that had come. And we could have just ended there. That would have been enough. It would have been exciting, encouraging, so much life-giving scripture to dig into, so much challenge from the Lord. But we continued on, and and we picked up the spring semester. We looked at the book of Philippians, remember, being challenged to center our lives in Christ and rejoice in all circumstances, a message we desperately needed to hear in the middle of a pandemic, a a message many of us needed to hear in our present circumstances. We saw new depth and freshness to to often quoted and and needle-pointed verses that hang on our walls, Russ and Alan in particular brought us great joy in in unpacking some of those messages. We dug in and we thought about what it looks like to center our lives on Christ. And I hope your small group really leaned in there trying to figure out how can we center our lives on Christ? What other areas can we bring to Christ? And then as we prepared for Easter, right, we we took another turn back to the Old Testament and we looked at prophecy in in a series that I think has challenged a lot of us looking at what is the nature and, and purpose of prophecy. How do we wrap our heads around this? We, we saw the servant songs, these, these great teachings, these oracles, prophecies of Isaiah, revealed through Isaiah from God, pointing to Jesus, his life, death, and ministry. And then we got to celebrate that on Easter. On Palm Sunday, J.D. unpacked a great message showing how all of Scripture was coming into view as Jesus was entering Jerusalem and going to the cross. All that had been foretold in Isaiah was coming to fulfillment. And we celebrated the resurrection on Easter. We, we had a Good Friday service. We reflected on the cross. We even got together in person for the first time in a very long time for a lunch and to celebrate Easter in the Norcross's backyard. And then we ended this semester, these past weeks, we've been looking at, at that 
letter, the first letter to the Thessalonians. In a situation not like not unlike our own, Paul writes to a, a, a church, a young church, from a distance, caring for them, helping them grow, challenging them to keep their focus on Christ, to keep growing on in Him. He is the source of their faith and their growth. And so we've covered a lot of ground this school year, haven't we? A lot of scripture, a lot of the big story of what God has been doing throughout history. In it all, all of our teaching, I hope it's very clear, Jesus is the common thread. It's Jesus' life, death, and resurrection is our message. That's the core of who we are as Christ followers. That's the core of what we want to be about and teach, study, and live here in Illini Life. That message, it's, it's the seed that, culti- that we cultivate in our life in the good soil. It's the embodiment and the invitation into the kingdom where he reigns as our king. It's the message we center our lives around just like Paul challenged us to through the letter of the Philippians. It's the fulfillment of God's masterful plan of redemption that Isaiah foretold through the suffering servant. It's the means by which we grow, as we saw in 1 Thessalonians. In all we do, in all we have done, we've kept our focus on Christ to rip the roof off to bring others to him. I hope you've experienced that that in your life. I hope we've been able to share that with others this year. Let's continue to strive to keep Christ at the center. His life, his ministry, and his death and resurrection is our core. That's our message. And so as I thought about how we should end this year, but there's no better place than where we just ended, reflecting on some of Paul's final words that Kate shared with us last week. A passage I shared with you as we started this semester and that I want to remind you of again. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 24. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophecies, but test everything. Hold fast to what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. Align in life as we wrap up the school year and go into the summer. A, a shift of focus, a, a shift of schedule. Let's keep our focus on Jesus. Let's continue to endure all things in Christ. To keep on rejoicing, for we have life in him. Something worth celebrating. Let's keep on praying because he desperately wants to hear us. He longs to hear our prayers. Let's keep on giving thanks no matter our circumstances, because we have salvation in him. We belong to him. It's worthy of praise and thanks. Let's keep on yielding to the spirit as it guides us and it leads us, as it convicts us and grows us. Let's keep engaging with the truth. Lean in, study the word, encounter Christ there. Work to seek and understand it. We'll be doing that over the summer together. We'll continue to do so over the summer. And keep on resisting sin. He has overcome sin. Cling to him. 
God is at work. God is at work in you and on your behalf. He's bringing Christ alive in you. Cooperate with his spirit as he does that. He will surely complete that work. That's my message for you this morning. That's all I wanted to share. I hope you've had a chance to encounter Jesus this semester. Let's, uh, let's pray, and then we got some more people to thank because uh, the church is a beautiful thing when we all serve, and there's a lot of you that have served this year. So would you pray with me? Lord, I thank you for that truth. I thank you that you are worth ripping the roof off to bring people to. Lord, that you have begun a good work in us and you are continuing to complete that. Lord, continue that work of, of encountering of us encountering Jesus and being made more like Jesus. Help us to cooperate with you in that work. Lord, we thank you for uh, the life you've brought to us and the spirit you've given us that convicts, leads, and guides us. Lord, continue to grow us up in maturity in you. That we would be your people. You would be glorified through us. Or that a line of life would be known as a church that preaches Jesus his life, ministry, death, and resurrection. That we would be your people. Be with us as we transition to the summer to a shift of focus. May it be a season of rest, of preparation, but first and foremost, a season of you, of continued growth and focused on you. In your name we pray, amen. All right, why don't I invite Alan up? He's gonna help me as we kind of go back and forth thanking people here a little bit. Right off the bat, since I'm already talking and, and I do that a lot, I'm going to thank, uh, thank all those that served in teaching this summer or this uh, year, school year. Uh, we had uh, a good team of teachers, and, and I know a lot of you enjoy the variety. You don't have to hear me talk all the time or, or, one, or someone else. But Russ, who's on sabbatical, he served faithfully teaching in the fall and, and in the spring, even before he went on his sabbatical. Thank you, Russ. Alan taught often here with us. And so did Ashley, his wife, this duo having this, this crazy trade-off of writing sermons and, and uh, being in, in ministry and, and balancing kids. It's, it's, such a great, uh, it's just such a great service to us as, as they do that. JD stepped up and, and taught on Palm Sunday in a message that just blew my mind. I was so encouraged by him. Thank you, JD, for teaching this, this school year. Uh, Kate, who we have uh, been talking about a lot and we will continue to talk about a lot, uh, faithfully served. Thank you, Kate, for your, your teaching. Thank you for your faithfulness in teaching for a while now. Uh, I was able to share with you, and then David Ross uh, stepped up and taught quite a bit this year. Thank you, David, for pouring out your time and energy, sharing uh, your passion for the Lord and his word. Now, we've, uh, we've already uh, shared a lot about Kate. I, I did want to give a special note. Kate, we will, we will greatly miss you on our teaching team. Uh, it has been a blessing these last years to have you step in and be a consistent teacher here. Thank you for your passion for the word. Thank you for your desire to share that and challenge us as a church. We will welcome you back anytime you want to come and teach and be a guest teacher with us. Uh, thank you for your service. Uh, everybody keep praying for Kate as she transitions to, to marriage and a new church and new location. Uh, what an exciting time of life. Thank you for being a blessing to us and pouring out your life. Thank you for all of you that taught. I know it's a sacrifice, and um, I look forward to continuing to uh, work with you all next year as we figure out uh, what we're going to be teaching. 
Uh, a side note, something behind the scenes that probably most of you have no clue <laughs> happens each week. Adriana Goat has served Adriana. faithfully. In so many ways, she's served in this church, and it's excellent, and uh, she does great work. But she has cared deeply for our children, the, the few children, <laughs> Alan's kids, my, my son, uh, the Klepper kids in our church, each week producing uh, a kid's service, a, a short video message, uh, some activities, some worship music. My son loves getting his, his teaching from Miss Adriana each week. Adriana, thank you so much for serving our kids and kids' company this year. Why don't I turn it over to Alan, and we'll do some more thank yous. Great. I was going to interrupt you, but it felt kind of awkward. I don't know, I feel like you guys who are at home, this feels like sometimes it can feel so like performative to be here, but like we genuinely care about you guys a ton. Um, we are so, I don't know, I'm looking forward to being together with you even this afternoon. Come to lunch. It's okay. Um, we're all going to get wet a little bit. Um, hey, I was thinking about this. Another thing that I feel really thankful for um, is on Sundays, we've had 13 people who chose to take a risk and share their story. Um, sharing your story in the armory feels like, all right, I got you know some people in front of me, but like, you're on YouTube now. Um, and I feel like the, the vulnerability with which you guys shared your lives and share what God has been doing, not just in um, the past lots of years of your life, but even this year has been really striking to me. And working with you guys feels like it's a privilege for me to get to hear you talk through your story and coach and, and spend time on it. And you guys just have a great grasp of how God has been working your life. And so I did want to extend a thank you by name to each of you. Drew Miller um, on the Appalachian Trail. He'll see this in like five months. Um, Jamie Norcross, Riley Abrahamson, Kyle Klepper, Izzy Lilly, David Ross, Russ, myself, uh, Emily Howing, Val Norcross, Connor Owens. He was the one that was really tall and skinny. Uh, Suzanne Allen and Leah Norcross. Um, if you, guys, if you guys think about it, if you feel like, you, man, you were blessed by somebody's story, why don't you in the chat even just say, I was blessed by your story, whoever that person was. I think it'd be a real gift to our church to, to hear that from you guys. So, uh, Nick, I think you had something to keep going to, right? Yep. Yeah, I love the My Stories. Thank you so much to those of you that, that stepped up and did that uh, this year. Uh, if you want to share your My Story, get in touch with Alan. <laughs> Start scheduling for next year. Uh, what a blessing. You know, uh, not too long ago, we put out a request for some interns. We're, we're going to launch an intern program and have some uh, folks join us on staff for the coming school year. We're excited. Uh, it's something completely new. We're trying it out, see how it works in terms of developing more leadership skills, uh, getting exposure to a, maybe a, a career in ministry and, and developing those that might have a passion for that. We're excited to tell you that uh, we did go, go ahead and interview and hire two interns. We're so excited for that. Uh, this coming school year, both uh, Riley Abrahamson and uh, Michael Doring will be our interns. So if yeah. you see them, yeah, uh, especially if you see them at lunch today, congratulate them. Uh, they'll be going through a training time with our missions agency, Reliant, uh, here at the end of the, the month. And then they'll be raising their support. So uh, encourage them, pray for them, uh, and then let's, let's look forward to helping them grow in leadership and uh, as they join our staff team in the fall. So thanks uh, for supporting our interns and I'll turn it back over to Alan for small rooms. Yeah, sorry about small rooms. But first, Nick, you and I obviously could say thank you to the mothers of our children on Mother's Day, right? That's right, you too. So let's say thank you. Happy Mother's Day to you guys who are moms out there. Feels like the thing we should be doing here online. Uh, Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Say it, say it to her now, kids, please. Uh, uh, okay. Hey, um, I one of the roles I serve here with ILF is our small group director. 
Um, when I think about small groups, I think about the leaders of these groups as kind of my small group, the people who I get a chance to um, check in on and care for. And um, this pandemic has made it um, probably challenging to do that. But what's been amazing is these leaders have been people who have been faithful, who have shown up, who have in the midst of a year where it have been easy to say, I don't want to do that, have done so. Um, these are the people, when I think about our church, like I think, man, we're a bunch of small groups that get together in a lot of ways. And these are the people who have been your primary point of connection to the word, to community, um, hopefully to laughs um, and to levity in the midst of a hard year. Um, at our leadership community, I actually, uh, time I compared all these folks to athletes. I'm not going to go through that, but um, I feel like they've worked hard um, at their craft, and I'm very thankful for them. Um, they've given in their all in lots of creative ways. Um, and I just want to, again, by name, call these folks out and thank them. Um, in the Orange Fellowship, um, Michael Doring, uh, PJ Kircher, and Bryn Maxwell um, all led a campus group, and then Ashley, my wife, led a community group. Um, in the Navy Blue Fellowship, Kyle Klepper um, is our Cal Ripken Jr. Longevity Award winner um, in the grad group, and a host of other people help him lead that, and then Nick actually coaches that group. Um, and then the IKEA group uh, in Navy Blue Fellowship has been led by, led by Riley Abrahamson and Suzanne Allen, coached by Adriana. Um, Adriana does everything, it's incredible. Um, and then the bike group, um, because they're both in bike, IKEA, Bikea, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, uh, Jordan Brocious and Lauren Thomas led. Uh, Lauren actually started as an apprentice um, and jumped into leading really quickly. And then um, they were coached originally by Matt and Susie Miller uh, and then Amy Majeski. And um, then Russ also helped really pioneer a lot of online efforts for us. I'm really thankful for them, uh, for that. It's been quite the year for leading in groups. And saying your name on YouTube doesn't feel like enough of a thank you. Um, but seriously, we, I'm so grateful for the work you guys have done in caring for your peers, for people in our church. And again, if you were blessed by one of these leaders, shout them out. Say hi. Say thanks in the chat. We'd love to, to be able to read that and to have that be an encouragement to them. So let's keep going, huh? Yeah. Yeah, just to reiterate, thank you, all of you that served as small group leaders. I think this pandemic put a massive weight on our smaller communities as a church, and you carried a huge burden in uh, just caring for people. So thank you for your service. Uh, every year, uh, being part of being a college ministry, we say goodbye to people. And it's always this bittersweet moment of uh, remembering, reflecting uh, how you know their lives and how they've influenced us, but, but also saying goodbye. And so just this past Thursday, we had a chance to get together with uh, six of you, but there was a number of you that are, are graduating and, and moving on, but six of you were able here in person to, to gather with us. We had a lunch sometime at, uh, back at the Hobbies, just reflecting on memories and sharing stories, uh, and, and we offered some uh, advice and some final advice and final challenges. But uh, all of you that are graduating, we, we pray... You, you mean so much to us. We pray so much for your future. Uh, stay in touch. Come back and visit. Uh, Daniel Mackey, PJ Kircher, uh, Rod, Suzanne. I'm, I'm just going to say your first names now because they're so long. list. <laughs> Suzanne, I think they're on the screen. Brooklyn, uh, Maddie, Ryan, Caleb, Drew, Caitlin, Andrew, and Jade. Uh, thanks. Uh, in some ways, four years is just, it flies by. Uh, and so... We're thankful for the chance to walk with you as you follow Jesus here on campus. Thank you for being a part of our community and impacting us. Thank you for challenging us to follow Jesus alongside you. So. Is that it? That feels like it. I think so.
So, uh, if we didn't thank you, put your name in the chat and write the yeah. letter at Nick Majeski. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you all. It is uh, it's a joy to be uh, to follow Jesus with you all, Aligning Life. Why don't we invite uh, our band back up? We'll sing a song and then we'll give you some next directions for the in-person side of things today. So.